Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman affects a thrilling rescue of Jimmy Olsen, but runs into a baffling blind alley with Batman in their effort to trace Dick Grayson. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, the swell prize in each package of Kellogg's Pep is only one of three different kinds of Pep prizes you can get and collect. That's why collecting Pep prizes keeps right on being fun for weeks and weeks. First off, it's mighty exciting to see which kind of prize you'll get in your next pet package. Uh, maybe it's a bright-colored comic button picturing a favorite comic strip character, 18 and all to, to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. Or uh, maybe it's a bird picture in gleaming color. You can collect 24 of them, each with a full description on the reverse side. Or uh, maybe your next pet prize will be one of seven colored cardboard plane models, a cinch to put together. Yes, sir, you keep right on having fun when you're collecting the prizes and packages of Pep, the sunshine cereal. And all the while, you can keep on enjoying breakfast with those crunchy golden whole wheat flakes of Pep. Flakes all crisp and and fresh and catchy tasting as you spoon them up. I mean, Pep makes with a flavor in a strictly terrific way. So get going, gang. Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep tomorrow and look for your prize inside the package. Now, the adventures of Superman. Jimmy Olsen and Dick Grayson, who was really Robin, were captured by Eric Larson, an escaped convict who had sworn to destroy Batman's young companion. In his hideout, Larson told Dick that he would be done away with as soon as a man named Marsh arrived and inferred that Jimmy was already finished. But yesterday, the police sighted Jimmy in the river, clinging desperately to a rock at the head of Horseshoe Falls. As a police boat hovered nearby, unable to get in close enough to rescue the boy reporter... Batman fought the angry rapids and swam to Jim with a rope. But just as the police began to draw them to safety, the rope broke. As we continue now, Batman, supporting the half-drowned Jimmy, has managed to grasp a jagged rock at the very brink of the roaring cascade. Fighting to keep the rushing, swirling water from sweeping him and Jimmy to death in the falls, Batman feels his great strength ebbing. Listen. Can't hold on. Much longer. Only Superman could save the day now. I guess they couldn't reach him. Almost lost my grip that time. I'm sorry, Jim boy, I did my best, but I'm afraid this is the end of the line for both of us. Oh, here you are, Clark. Wherever have you been? Up at the state prison, Lois. I think I have a clue to Eric Larson. 
We've just got to find out where the great American and international circus is Never playing. mind that now. Come with me. Where? To the Daily Planet radio station and hurry. What for? I'm going to broadcast for Superman. Superman? Why? What's up? It's about Jim. Oh, Clark, Jim. I'm just... Wait a minute, Lois. Wait a minute. What's happened? No, we can't stop now. Oh, poor Jim. Only Superman can Wait, save. I said. Tell me what happened. What about Jim? He's in the river. What? At the top of Horseshoe Falls, hanging onto a rock. The police can't get a rope to him. And... Great Scott. I... Well, don't just stand there, Clark. We've got to broadcast it for Superman. I told you only he can save Jim. You stay here, Lois. I, I I think I can contact Superman. You? How? Never mind how. Just stay here. Only I'm not too late. Clark! Clark, wait! Rushing across the Daily Planet city room to a deserted storeroom, Clark Kent strips off his business suit and stands revealed in the blue costume and red cape of Superman. Up! Up! And away! <laughs> open a window, the man of steel rockets away and flashes across the Metropolis River. Streaking above wooded shores, he comes upon the river as it sweeps around Horseshoe Bend and rushes pell-mell toward the Great Falls. Then, spotting Batman, who is still struggling to hold Jim and himself from going over the falls, Superman dives in. Okay, Batman. Everything's under control. Superman. Right. Thank heaven. I'll take Jim. You hang on to my cape. Check. Is he... He's alive. The poor kid took an awful beating. What about Robin? I haven't seen him. What? If he were in the river, too, he must have been swept over the falls. Maybe not. But Jim will know. I'm going to take him to his house now. Hang on. All right. Here we go. Up and away! Olson, Jim's going to be okay. Oh. Just has to stay in bed for a day or two. Sure. I'm fine, Mom. There, you see? Now you go to your own room and rest, Mrs. Olson. Mr. Wayne and I have to ask Jim a couple of questions, and then we'll be going, too. Well, all right. Ah, Jim, you feel up to talking? Sure. I feel a little weak, that's all. But tell me something first. What about Dick Grayson? Is he okay? Well, don't you know? Uh, we thought you could tell us. Gee, I don't know, Mr. Wayne. Was he in the river with you? I... I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, Clark. Take it easy, Bruce. Look, Jim, you'd better start at the beginning, from where those men jumped you and Dick last night and took you away in the car. Now, first, do you know who they were? No. Did you hear any names mentioned? No, except the driver was called Joe. Well, that's a lot of help. Go on, Jim, go on. What happened? Well, these guys dumped Dick and me in their car and drove off pretty fast. Uh Uh-huh. We didn't know what it was all about, but when we asked them, they told us to shut up. They said if we yelled, they'd shoot us. Uh-huh. We couldn't see anything because we were on the floor of the car. But I know we were near the river or the harbor. How? Well, because I could hear foghorns. Oh. Then I heard one of them say, slow down, Joe. I know which one is Grayson now. This is a good place to get rid of the other kid. We'll wrap him on the noggin, dump him out, and roll him down into the water. Oh, then what? Well, the next thing I knew, something hit me behind the ear and everything went black. I don't remember anything else till I came to in the river. The current was sweeping me along and I could hear this roaring up ahead. I just about had time to realize I was being carried into the falls when I was on them. I managed to catch onto a rock, but everything was starting to go black again. Then Mr. Wayne got there. Thank heaven he did. But what happened to Dick, I've got to know. We're going to find out right now. Come on, Bruce. Where? Are you downstairs? Hurry. So long, Jim. Oh, look. Can I go with you? Nothing doing. You stay in bed and obey the doctor's orders. We'll be in touch with you as soon as we find Dick. Clark, will you please tell me what's on your mind? Come on downstairs. 
Okay, but I'd We like... know now that Eric Larson was behind this. Well, sure, but how... Well, I've got a lead to him. You have? Uh-huh. Well, what's that? I discovered that he had only one visitor while he was in prison. A fellow named Wilfred Ellis. Ever hear of him? Wilfred Ellis. That sounds familiar. He's with a great American in international circus. What? That's right. Eric Larson was ringmaster of that circus five years ago. Mm-hmm. And Dick's parents were aerialists with the same outfit when Larson cut their high wire and murdered them. Correct, but for heaven's sake, keep your voice down, Bruce. Wilfred Ellis. Yes, I remember him now. He's a well-known clown. A clown, eh? Yes. You say he was Larson's only visitor at state prison? That's right. Now, let's go oh, and wait see. a minute. If Ellis were Larson's only visitor, he must be the one who brought him the drug which made him appear dead. And then helped Larson escape from prison. Of course. So I figure Ellis should be able to tell us where Larson is. I see. Okay, come on. We've got to hop up to Buffalo. Buffalo? Well, what for? That's where the great American and international circus is playing. Found that out while the doctor was working over Jim. Oh, I see. Well, let's get going right away. Just a minute. Why? Okay. Nobody out in front. I just stripped down to my Superman costume. I can't if I could only get my hands on that Larson. Well, if this lead works out, you'll have your wish. There we are. Now, up with you, Batman. Check. Oh, if only this lead hasn't come too late. Just keep hoping. Here we go. Next stop, Buffalo. Up! Up! And away! Reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet. This is my friend Bruce Wayne. What can I do for you? We'd like to talk to one of your performers, if we may, Wilfred Ellis. Wilfred Ellis, eh? Uh huh. Well, I'd like to talk to him myself. What? What do you mean? I mean that after all the money I spent building him up to be a star, he walks out on me. The dirty ingrate. Walked out? You mean he's quit the circus? That's exactly what I mean. Of all the ungrateful dirty tricks, that one takes the brass ring. Well, tell me, when was this? I mean, when did he leave you? Last week. Well, do you have any idea where he went or where he can be found? No, I don't know, mister. If I did, oh. believe me, I... Well, wouldn't any of the other performers know? Nope, he just walked off the lot in Metropolis last week after mentioning to one of the animal men he was quitting. And nobody's seen hide nor hair of him since. Hey, that's bad. Now, how are we going to find Robin? Dismayed, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne hear the circus manager tell them that the circus clown, their only clue to Eric Larson and Dick Grayson, has disappeared. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, most fellows and girls who eat Kellogg's Pet eat it mainly for one reason. They eat Pet the Sunshine Cereal because those crisp, sunny whole wheat flakes taste strictly terrific. I mean, Pep's got the kind of flavor that makes you wish your bowl of Pep were twice as big so that you could cram in more of that keen, catchy Pep taste. Sure, Pep's a cram course all right come breakfast time. And all that swell flavor isn't the only reason Pep gets an A-plus rating. Pep's Hep in the prize department, too. Yes, sir, Pep gives you three different kinds of prizes, one or the other in each package you open. 
For instance, your next prize may be a bird picture in brilliant color with a full description on the reverse side. Collect all 24 of them, and you'll be wowing the gang with your knowledge of these birds. Or uh, maybe your next pet prize will be one of seven exciting colored cardboard plane models, easy to put together. Or maybe it'll be a bright colored comic button, picturing a favorite comic strip character, 18 in all, to pin on your jacket or beanie cap. There's one or the other of these three snappy prizes in every pet package. So ask Mom to keep you supplied with Kellogg's Pep for sure. While Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne find themselves in a blind alley in Buffalo, back in Metropolis in his bungalow hideout on the outskirts of the city, the hollow-cheeked, burning-eyed Eric Larson is saying to Dick Grayson, whose hands are tied behind him, I finished your father and mother, Grayson. And as soon as my friend, Mr. Marsh, gets here, I'm going to finish you. Hey, Eric. What is it, Willie? That guy you were waiting for, you know, that Mr. Marsh. He's here. That's fine. Bring him right in, Willie. Bring him right in. Okay. Right this way, Mr. Marsh. Now, sonny boy, this is it. After five minutes more, there'll no longer be a reason for keeping you alive. Black eyes burning feverishly in his sallow, hollow-cheeked face. Eric Larson grins evilly in contemplation of the revenge he has planned for Dick Grayson, and we know to be Robin. Is this the end for Batman's gallant young companion? Or is there yet some way that Superman and Batman at this moment miles away can locate Robin in time? Tomorrow's episode tells the story with many thrills and much excitement. So don't miss it. Tune in again, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. When you think of toasty words like crisp and and crunchy, crinkly, you just naturally go right on to crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles, so toasty and sweet and mellow rich on a frosty morning. What a dish for breakfast, the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. And uh, you know about whole wheat, don't you? You know it's good for you, sure. So get your wholesome whole wheat in crisp, crunchy, crinkly crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.